0: Hi, this is Greg Kilstrom. Welcome to the Agile World Podcast, where we discuss customer experience, employee experience, and transformation in an agile age. The Agile World Podcast is brought to you by TechSystems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to techsystems.com. To read more about the topics discussed on this show, you can go to my website at theagile.world and read my latest articles or get a copy of my latest book, The Center of Experience, a Blueprint for Creating an Experience-Led Organization, now available on Amazon and other retailers. My name is Greg Kilstrom, and I'm the host of the Agile World podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the importance of employee experience and how organizations of all kinds can remain competitive in the current job market. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome Felipe Cofino, VP, Human Resources and Organizational Development, at Signal Financial Federal Credit Union. First, why don't you tell me a little bit about what you do at Signal Financial? Um, Well, thank you for having me on, Greg. Uh, My role here as uh, the
1: VP of HR and Organizational Development really is to make sure that this is probably the best and safest place to work. Um, And what that means basically is creating opportunities, creating an environment where it's free to speak up, opportunities to grow and learn, having a sense of contribution and collaboration and feeling valued so my goal is to hire the best talent uh retain them train them uh, make sure they have fun at work get them opportunities to learn new things and make sure that we have some phenomenal benefits for them
0: that's great that's great and just for uh how how many employees are there at signal financial uh, so we have just a little bit over 100 employees right now. So
1: we've been growing steadily over the last uh, five years since we have been UCO. Um, our credit unions have been around since 1947. And uh, it used to be just for the telephone workers, back when, you know, before cell phones, C&P and Bell Atlantic. Uh, and then afterwards, they decided that we really wanted to be a credit union for the entire community, not just telephone workers. So we are a multi charter credit union, which allows us to allow almost anybody to bank with us. It's not so much can you bank with us, it's how will you bank with us. That's great. That's great.
0: Well, yeah. So let's start by uh, talking about the value of, of great employee experience. So, um, Felipe, you know, why don't you describe what what you think um, you know good experience looks like?
1: Yeah. For
0: me, it's, it, it's almost the
1: entire journey. Um, you know, I, I think about it from the positive feeling of inclusive inclusiveness uh, feel from the application process up until they retire, resign, or leave us. Um, I truly believe there's five stages that are high areas of focus that we should have for our staff when they come in and join us. Um, One is how they're treated during the active process, making sure that they feel like they were not forgotten about, that we get back to them timely, um, to when they join us, when they are joined and come into orientation, making sure that they feel welcomed, that they're trained, that they have all the tools at their disposal ready to start working, that they're onboarded well with their team. Um, We do the small thing just to start off the good experience. We send them a questionnaire about what their favorite things are. Just small. Favorite books, favorite food, favorite snacks. And we create a little welcome basket. And the welcome basket will have a little bit of swag, but they don't have their favorite chips or favorite sodas their favorite snacks. Um, If they have a favorite football team, a little uh, trinket from there. And it's just customized to each employee so that they know that, look, we appreciate the fact that, Uh, You're working here and and we know that we offered you the job, but you accepted it. So thank you for choosing us as your employer. So we want to make sure that experience is phenomenal. But then after that, you know, they go into the department. So that next stage is about being inclusive with the team, making feel welcome, learning the ins and outs of the team and building relationships with them. The the key thing you'll hear about uh, a lot that we do here is building relationships that last a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the fourth part is what's in it for them it's about time that we start looking at what's your next step how can we help develop you to get to your next level or if you're happy in your current role how can we help you grow and then the fifth one is really about however they choose to leave us let them leave with dignity and respect and thank them for the contributions that they have offered us during this time because they have contributed at some point and they have done a lot better and left this place better than it was when they got here. So they should walk out of here feeling like they've really done a great job, and that we respect them and thank them for the experience. So, in a nutshell, that's that's the overall how I look at the employee experience. It's a whole journey.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's great. I mean, I you know I love how you personalize the experience from day one. It sounds like, and also, I that's that's such a key thing. I don't think you hear enough about um, the transition out, um, of the, of the company enough. So, I mean, that's, that is great that you're looking into that and not only looking into it, but doing something about it. And yeah, that's, that's really great to hear. Cause I, th- I think the onboarding gets a lot of attention and, you know, even early on gets a lot of attention, but it, it, there are, you know, there's Glassdoor and comparably in and all, all manner of places where people can post things. And it, it, it does matter how you leave. So that's, that's great to hear and i gotta tell you it it is something that it adds to your reputation because if you're respectful
1: you know you don't have to be angry when you have to let someone go i mean it's already an uncomfortable situation but if you do it right with respect i've had actually two employees tell their friends saying hey you know what that was a great place to work it didn't work out for me because i messed up but you should go work there wow And, and that to me said that you know what we did something right and that they enjoyed their job here Um, and so it's all about making sure that they are respected.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's great to hear. So, um, beyond things like that, how else do you measure the employee experience and, you know, how things are working throughout the, throughout that process?
1: I wish there was a magic pill for that, (laughs) but there's not. Um, but you know, we, we do a lot. We try to not put all our eggs in one basket. Uh, there's three ways I really like to measure the employee experience, um, To make sure that we're on the right track and and know when we need to make changes or course directions uh, or corrections Um, one is just again building relationships engage in conversation walk around the building ask about feedback and advice on how to do things you ask somebody their advice on how to do something first of all you're going to build up their confidence that someone came to them for their advice but two they're the ones doing it daily they probably have better ideas than we do and three Look, I'm in an HR role. I'd be naive to think that people are going to come to me whenever they have a question. My title alone can be intimidating. So, when I walk around and talk to people, it's amazing how the people that I talk to are the ones that never come up and see me in my office. So, if I don't get out and about, I won't hear it. So, that's one way of really gauging honest feedback. Um, Another way that we measure it is team building things. You know, if we're trying to do team building exercises and people are not into it or not, you know, participating then we got a problem. But when we start seeing the team building exercises grow to the point where we now have people that organically go out after work, and we have a dodgeball team, we have a basketball team, we're trying to build a softball team. So it's neat to see that the camaraderie is building, and that engagement is there. um, And that they're enjoying the experience of being with their coworkers at work and outside of work. Yeah. Now, in a formal way, I do conduct an annual survey. Um, I was trained by Gallup a long time ago with their Gallup Q12, and I've always found that to be such a great, great effective survey, mainly because of the action planning, planning that's done after the fact. You know, everyone does surveys, you get results, and most people will assume what they think the survey says. But with this Gallup Q12 plan, the action planning that you do afterwards, the teams tell you what they want to do to improve their areas and improve the company. Okay. And they create with their own plans and their they're plans that they manage throughout the year. And nine out of 10 times, they, not only do they do them, they do them well and do with a lot of pride. Um, but in addition to that, we also get the feedback of really getting an idea of how the company is feeling and where our issues are. Uh, and I'll be very transparent. Last year, we had the number one issue was communication, effective communication from senior leadership. Right. And I share that, you know, because I want to be transparent, but it was something that not only did our entire credit union mark that as one of the higher ones, the senior leadership marked it as well. Yeah. So we we were able to focus this past year about enhancing communication, realizing it's not just sending out an email, it's going out and talking to people, it's going out and doing it digitally, using different venues and tools to make sure the words gain out. But the most important one was talking to them. And getting that feedback so through these surveys we had areas that we could focus on and then the action plans helped come up solutions to those areas that needed improvements okay um and then lastly we conduct what we call signal talks once a month we uh invite a group of employees or managers to come in and have lunch with our ceo and a chance for him just to talk about whatever they want what's going good what's going bad what would you like to see better and um and our ceo is probably one of the most approachable ceos i've had the privilege to work for he is funny sarcastic brilliant innovative and a doer and that's yeah. a lot to have in one person but he does it pretty damn well that's great and he is somebody that people will walk in his office and sit down and just talk about his vacation or their vacation with him so that open dialogue provides another opportunity to build relationships and get information
0: yeah no, that's, that's, that's great. And I think, you know, for the, for the engagement survey um, comment, I think it's so great to hear that uh, I think the common complaint, and this is about, you know, the engagement surveys in general, not even, you know, one in particular is, you know, a lot of employees, they, they take the time to, to fill it out and then nothing happens. You know, they feel like it kind of goes in a, in a black hole somewhere. And, and so, you know, it, it makes an employee what, what is intended to be, uh, something that is meant to you know understand employees better ends up actually unmotivating them and uh, making them feel like their opinion is is not as valuable in you know at, at the end of all things so it it that's great that you're not only are you are you doing that and you have this baseline that you're that you're measuring year over year but you're also you know actually doing things and, and putting plans in place that's that's so good to hear it, it, and, and personally, it was a, a big pet peeve of mine when I
1: was younger, and we would take surveys and I'll never forget, we took the survey and it said we needed better tools to do our job. And so they interpreted that as, okay, everyone's getting new uh, keyboards, mouses, and, and, and monitors. Okay. Well, if you'd asked us what we needed, we were still like on Windows 3 and we <laughs> needed Windows 7. Okay, that's what we needed, but no one asked us to to really understand. Yeah. So.
0: You know, we have two ears and one
1: mouth. We should listen twice as much as we speak.
0: Yeah, oh, that's great. Yeah, so let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about values then. I mean, I think, you know, so you touched on some of that already. But uh, when I go to Signal Financial's website, your values are posted there. You use use the acronym uh, CONNECT. Um, how, do you, how do you make that real for employees? Um, I th- again, I think you touched on a few things. But, you know, how do you, how do you make it real for them um, day to day? um you know well
1: let me tell you what the connect stands for the acronym and then i'll, I'll tell you yep. briefly about how, how we make it uh, how we live it so you know connect stands you know it's for being connected outstanding needs based non-negotiable accountability educated committed and trusted okay. and so the way that we practice that is um i have a thing that i like to say we have an a through z culture it's from accountability all the way to zero based fear i don't want to pay people to worry i don't want pay people to be afraid of losing their jobs if we are calling people accountable they know exactly where they are so um and in between a to z there's everything else from from development to coaching to to opportunities i mean so i can go through the whole alphabet but Mm -hmm. it really is an a through z process secondly building relationships i keep on repeating myself I can't stress enough the importance of if you build relationships with people, you get to understand them. And when things go wrong, you're a lot more likely to be able to help them in a way that you could, couldn't could if you didn't understand them better. Yeah. Um, thirdly, celebrate successes. Oh my gosh, uh-huh. we are connected. We are human beings. We've got it. We, we hear all about the negatives every day. We've got to celebrate the successes to balance it out. Yeah. Um, the other part is. The importance of focusing on family and culture you know um again our ceo he puts a lot of value on that um the culture is important because he wants culture to be the best for the employees and for our members but the focus on family when there's a family issue that comes first yeah And and that's something that i think is such a huge message um i always tell people yeah if something happened to one of us today it would be horrible but unfortunately the company would repost our position our family is not going to repost a new husband a new child a new wife a new mother it doesn't work that way so family's got to take priority sometimes because sometimes work takes priority so there's got to be that balance and that focus on that um the next part i'd say sincere service hospitable inclusiveness um we are so focused on service with our members. And that's great. And I, I love that all financial students do that. One of my biggest pet peeves when people say they have relationship bankers. You know what, if you're doing a cross check, across the uh, list and you're checking off things just to check off the lists, that say you did it at the end of the day. You know what, that's not building relationships. That's just being a doer. Yeah. What we do is we try to really build those relationships. And what blew my mind is I used to, I came from the hospitality industry. I was there for 23 years. When I came into the banking field, it blew my mind that we treated people better in the hotel industry than we did in the banking industry. And I felt like saying, we have more of their money in the bank. We should be rolling out the red carpet for these customers and members. So through a lot of stuff that we've implemented here about the importance of service, we sprinkled a little bit of hospitality in there too. That's Um, great. And then the inclusiveness, making sure everyone feels included. Uh, The last part I would say is, is, being consistently accountable people think accountability is a negative no because at the end of the day if you're doing your job and the person next to you is not doing the job and they get paid and get the same increase as you it's going to demotivate you accountability is good as long as it's done to correct consistently and respectfully yeah and then i'd say ongoing creative development is always a plus and a, and a must you have to try people that opportunity to grow um and, and, and if you do commit to that follow through with those commitments because if not you lose the trust and that trust can't be taken for granted. We can't manage by fear. We have to empower people and trust them.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's great. Um, and so, you know, to, to differentiate yourself in the, in the talent market, I mean, you know, it's a super competitive field. There's a lot of uh, large companies that have moved into the area recently. That I'm sure there's, there's more on the way. Uh, you know, how does an organization like Signal Financial differentiate itself to get that great talent. I mean, once they're there, it sounds like you have some great programs to uh to keep and retain. But you know, how do you how do you put yourself out there in the market to really get great talent in the first place?
1: Well, you know, I I think part of it is the community efforts that we do. Um we are so involved with the community. One of my favorite things that uh I did a post about this, I went to my CEO last Christmas, not this past one, but back in 18. And I said I wanted to uh, set up a, uh, a group of people to go feed the homeless the homeless shelter yeah. and he's like why that's stupid <laughs> i'm like okay scrooge what's wrong with you and he's like no people do it just for a show during the holidays if we're going to do it we're going to do it every month of the year nice. and I'm like whoa okay so um i'm pleased to say that it's been over a year and two months and we've done it every month The shepherd's table at this place here in silver spring maryland um and we have volunteers at least 10 to 12 people and every month it's a different group of employees. That's great. So we've had almost all our employees go over there at one point. That's, That's just one example. Yeah. We do a great thing with our branches. Um our branches reach out uh in City Center to a local art school and they partner with a local art school and we will highlight their artwork every month and we do a free art show for them the first Thursday of every month. And then they invite friends, family, whoever, and if any art sells, they make all the money, we don't make anything. But because they're a member, these are space for free. And we're there serving beer and wine for them they're eating cheese and crackers and looking at the artwork and we do a little presentation and the artwork stays up all month long for people to enjoy and we rotate it every month and we do that with book signings we do that with fat we did a fashion show a few months ago so if you're a member you can use our space so it's showing the, the value of the community as far as the getting an inside look to our employee culture um there's three things i think that really lets you in one you mentioned it earlier last door you cannot lie about that it is what it is you can't change it people are going to say good bad and ugly and it stays there so if you want to really understand an honest review good last door um two linkedin i've really done a lot with linkedin to promote and post all the activities and engagement everything from Whether we're doing a wellness fair to us playing dodgeball, there's one of me getting hit in the face with the ball. (laughs) (laughs) There's everything to um, having employee picnics to our employee party that we did that was a masquerade 1920s flappers theme. And we had a murder mystery involved. So we have, so showing how much fun we have, yeah, we work hard, but we play hard. So I I promote all that on LinkedIn and show that. And then the last thing I do to really give people an insight to why they want to work here. I have this for all the branches and for our call center. I haven't done it for every department, but I started creating a video job posting. And the video job posting basically allows you to get a view of where you would work, who you'd work with, and you need to hear from them before you even apply. Nice. Most people don't get to see that until after they've already accepted a job. So I do a video and it gives you a uh, view of the branch. The employees talk a little bit about themselves or about the branch. And it's a short video, but it's a video job posting that allows you to see... What the culture is like, what it feels like before you even decide to apply. That's really cool. Um, so, and, and again, we lead by example, and the employees are empowered uh, to be innovative. We had one quick story about an employee who had an idea about bringing younger people into the branch He wanted to bring in a ping pong table and encourage people to play ping pong while they're waiting for the bus stop that was outside our ranch. <laughs> we bought a ping pong table, they did a tournament, they had a night event, and they had a bunch of people show up for the night event. And it just really opened. The eyes of people that usually didn't look at us saying, "Oh, wow! They're not old and stuffy. They actually know how to have some fun." Nice,
0: nice. That's great. Yeah. So let's yeah. let's uh, switch gears a little bit. Although I think the video uh, the video example was was a great idea, um, of, you know, using technology. But let's talk a little bit more about technology and, and employee experience. So, how would you describe um, technology's role in making a better employee experience? Um, well. One, I think nowadays
1: anything that we do to improve the environment is always positive. Um, I think it's something that a lot of the employees are very passionate about, especially the younger generations nowadays. So going paperless has been a big uh, avenue. Our HR team is completely paperless right now. Um, we're trying to get the entire credit union paperless. Another way that we do is um, training. A lot of people are like okay, classroom training, web training, you know, online training. Well, yeah, we can do. We do all that and we do it well. Don't get me wrong. I'm very proud of what we accomplished with that. Okay. What we've added technology wise to reinforce it is gamification. So we partnered with a vendor called One Huddle to do gamification training. But we basically, any training class that we do, we send to them, they'll create a game out of it, and our employees play it on their phones or tablets or on their desktops. Um, and it's just, it gets them into a friendly competition, but it also gets them to learn the information. Um, we had one as simple as one for a new credit card promotion that was, we have a credit card promotion right now, it's 5% cash back on household goods, 2% cash back on everything else. I still and played play the game, and, like, and then I said, felt like I could get a better score, so I played it again to get a better score. Well, by the time I played it the third time, I knew everything I needed to know about that credit card. Nice, And it was amazing how I had fun doing it. So that's another plus there. Um, the other things I think are more typical of what you see Uh, remote laptops for working from home. We have a lot of great uh, work-from-home programs for our employees. Um, We use Microsoft Teams for collaboration, which has been a huge thing. I mean, if you haven't used Microsoft Teams yet, i got to tell you, it's amazing to be able to work on the same document in real time and not have to worry about, oh, someone's in it or not. Um, And you also can do video conferences. Our CEO did an all-staff call to everybody to announce something really quickly through Teams, and people could video in or just call in. Um, we have wireless branches now. Um, our city center branch. If you, I have videos of it on LinkedIn. But if you walk into our city center branch, it's like Apple and Starbucks had a baby. <laughs> nice. Okay? You walk in there, we serve you free coffee, cappuccinos, lattes, macchiatos. Members or non-members, we offer you um, say the art ATM. But if you want full service, we will take care of you. But there's no teller line. There's no barrier. We sit down with you. We have a cup of coffee with you. We build relationship with you. And we have state-of-the-art uh, transactional machines, they're called TCRs, where we get the money out. So if someone wants to come in for a, cup of co- for a withdrawal of $100, we say, great, have a seat. We take a cup of coffee, they get the coffee, we say, we'll be right back. And we come back with their money on a tray and receipt, and we sit down and chat with them That's great. while they finish their coffee. Now, if they're checking their email, we leave them alone and let them have their own time. But if they want to engage in a conversation, we sit down and chat with them. And when they're ready to go, we escort them out. We walk them out. And as we're walking them out, we talk about what their plans are for the holidays to really build that relationship. Um, so, all that technology with the iPads and everything allows us the flexibility to sit down and and be more of a relationship building type of personality versus just a salesperson.
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's that's really technology enabling more personal connection as opposed to um, you know kind of getting in the way or, or removing the personal connection. Uh, that's a that's really that's great. Are there any other? Now, one, other thing, uh, okay. I, one other
1: thing I want to add is that now, this is the part where I might geek out a little <laughs> bit about this because we have a we have the first of its kind a signal truck coming. Um, it's not a mobile branch per se. It's an engagement tool that we will use at concerts, at, at, at football games, baseball games. We'll go to farmer's markets, we'll go to colleges and universities. And what it is is when you walk in, you walk up to it, gonna have a jumbotron screen on top where you can do movie nights or we can promote our commercials. Uh, there's a touchscreen TV on the side that you can do interactive games. There's a CDVR ATM. But when you walk inside, we'll have a little desk area to your right, but to your left, There'll be a green screen with an AI interactive game show, and when you come in there, you create a fun game show about finances. You get an avatar at the end with some financial tips, mm. and it it just gets people involved with it with a little bit of AI and a little bit of excitement, and it's got so much technology involved into it that you feel like you're engrossed into the game because it's a green screen. Very cool. So, uh, so that's something that's coming out that we'll be driving around, and it's it's fun, it's innovative, it's got Technology that's top notch, um, and it's really the first of its kind in this area. So I think people seeing that will see that, hey, we're growing, we're moving forward, and we're trying to be innovative.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's great. Um, so let's let's talk about the relationship between employee and and customer experience. Then, I mean, you certainly touched on that with with how the the branches are evolving and and stuff. But you know, with credit unions, uh, for those that aren't. Are less familiar, uh, you know. Customers are members, and you know, so as opposed to like shareholders and, and customers. How does that alone, uh, you know, affect the approach that you take with with customer experience? So, and again,
1: I'm, I'm going to say relationships again because it, it comes down to, you know, we all have um, go to people. If you think about yourself, you probably have a go to person when you get your hair cut, go to person for your car, go to person for your doctors. You know, ladies have to go to people for their nails, you know, whatever it is, because we trust them. Yeah. Not because they're good salespeople. Right. We trust them. They know what we like, and they listen to us, and they respect us. We should be that same for them. So for us, it's about building that long-lasting relationship, um, and I think that for us, we do that by making sure that when they come to us, we're not selling them stuff. They're coming to us because they trust us and we're giving them advice and they're taking our advice. Uh, I use my mother as an example. There's two people in our branch here in Kensington that all the people she loves, but it, there's two people, Gladys and Crystal, that she will go to every single mm-hmm. time because they get her. They understand her and she trusts their opinions and she'll take their advice without a second thought. Mm-hmm. That's the value of building that relationship because you're not selling. You're truly helping people because you're listening to them. And they're coming back to you because they know that you listen and you build that trust. Um, and I think that leads to a long lasting trusted relationship that will last a
0: lifetime. Yeah. So with so to tie that then to employee experience, how do you um, how do you either train employees to to value that like you're describing or how do you find the right employees that that already value that and and then you know how do you know if those are are working well together how do you how do you measure that
1: well uh so with the employees and this we'll go into a little bit about training but the employees we we try to make sure they get treated with the same level of excellence that we expect them to deliver to our members and I've always had a, a huge issue with, okay, well, these employees need to treat our members better or else. Right. Okay, so are you, you going to go to our members and say, well, you're going to bank with us or else? Yeah. Well, no, we would never do that. Then why would you talk to an employee that way? Yeah. You know, I mean, come on. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's making sure that their experience and they see how from the very beginning when they start with us and get that application or that welcome basket to when they leave us or to when they get promoted in between making sure that they know that we are invested in them as much as we ask them to be invested in our members. Um, so we do training to that we created um, and the success stories that we have, we promote those and post those to so people see them. If there's letters or calls from our members that validate that behavior, we share and see, look, look, what a great job you did. And a lot of times they're like, well, you, know, you all really helped us see the value because you made us feel good about working here. Um, a way I measure that also, I think Glassdoor, people can see that on Glassdoor, the reviews that people leave. Yeah, we'll have some ones that are not as great as others, but for the most part, we're very proud about it. But then at the end of the day, you have Yelp reviews, Facebook reviews, social media reviews from our members that really tell the stories about how great the experience was. Um, after we did this training about building relationships, we had people coming in from a certain company I won't name that had done a large amount of layoffs. And a lot of them had banked with us. And one member came in and he's like, Oh, yeah, I just got laid off. I, um, and they're like, Oh, we're so sorry to hear about that. And the employee really started just talking to them about asking if they were okay. And he was, Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just going to deposit a little bit of this severance package or pay that I have here and the rest at my other bank. And through the conversation, at the end of the conversation, the man was just like so touched that he, this woman cared so much about him and was so concerned about his overall well-being, if there's anything he needed to talk about, or if there's anything financially they could help with from their standpoint to let her know, he ended up depositing $400,000 more into that account because he felt like he wanted his money where somebody valued him. Mm. Mm. That was the epitome of what we're trying to create. Is make people understand how much we care about them, not just the
0: money. Yeah, that's um, that's great. And you know, it's that it's that balance of when you when you focus on employees first, then that is going to translate into happy customers and customers. You know, to to the point of your last story, customers that trust you and and feel comfortable sharing and, and stuff like that. I think that's a that's a great way of of looking at at balancing those needs. So that's that's great. Um, so, uh, I guess, you know, one, one, uh, one last question before we wrap up here. Um, I noticed on your LinkedIn profile, you have the following quote, um, success shouldn't create a culture. The, the culture should create success. What does that mean to you? And, and how can other HR leaders apply that to their work?
1: You know, it's one of those things where I've worked for really large companies and I've worked for small ones and, and medium-sized ones. And the one thing that I've always... Baffled me was when the large companies had to hire an outside uh, organization to come in and teach them how to build their culture.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's like, that's like having someone come in and tell you how to run your household or how to parent your children. We shouldn't have to hire somebody from the outside to tell us how to build our culture if we truly cared about where we worked. Um, so if you wait for success to invest in the culture, You're probably going to fail in the culture and you're going to spend a lot more money and you're going to lose money to the bottom line. And that's not going to be good for the organization. If you build it from the very beginning, it will truly be part of the culture and it will grow organically. Um, An example of that was when I created a wellness program here with an incentive to get 25% off your insurance every month if you participated in it. And we started doing it. Well, everyone got really engaged with it. But our whole second floor, our call center, started getting up every hour on the hour, walking and using stretchy bands because, you know, they heard that, you know, sitting's a new smoking. Yeah. So they were like, well, we're going to be healthier. And it wasn't anything that we asked them to do. They just did it themselves. And then also the other departments started doing things. Started doing walking groups, running groups. And it became organic. We had four people lose over 400 pounds. We had three people quit smoking. We had one person who was no longer diabetic. We had two people who stopped taking high blood pressure medication. Um, wow. These were true success stories that resulted out of the culture that we built of truly caring. So, and that in turn saved us money because it saved them money on medical expenses. It saved us on claims. So it's a win-win. But that's just one example. So it, it doesn't matter if it's about the culture with. Caring about those families, caring about their work, caring about the development, caring about the growth of the company, or even accountability. Again, accountability is part of culture. Um, and so as long as you can balance that out, you will be successful. So I think if you create that, create that good culture in the very early stages, that will lead to phenomenal success. Your reputation success,
0: your credibility, your word of mouth, and, and it will just grow. That's great. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Felipe, thanks so much for joining the show. Uh, for those listening, uh, what's the best way for, uh, for them to keep up with what you're doing? Um, you know, I'm probably the most active on LinkedIn, uh, you know, Felipe Cofino. So you can
1: follow me on there anytime. Uh, I, I probably have most of my, uh, content
0: out there right now. Um, I'm looking at YouTube in the future, but right now it's mostly on LinkedIn. Great. Well, thanks again. Um, I'd like to thank uh, Felipe Cofino, VP of Human Resources and Organizational Development at Signal Financial Federal Credit Union for joining the show. Uh, to learn more about both customer and employee experience, I recommend you go to my website at gregkilstrom.com and make sure to check out my latest book, The Center of Experience. More information is available on my website or wherever the book is available, like Amazon. Thanks for listening to The Agile World with Greg Kilstrom. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to The Agile World Podcast brought to you by Tech Systems. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom. You can learn more and get a copy of my latest book, The Center of Experience, from my website at theagile.world or on Amazon or other retailers. Until next week, stay agile.